Welcome to the Iconic Womanhood Podcast, where we celebrate and learn from the wisdom of authentic, brilliant, conscious, and creative women from all around the world. This podcast will leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to become truly iconic. And now, here is your host, Akena. She is a transformational coach and speaker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Iconic Womanhood Podcast. It's Ekene here, and I have just completed a coaching session. I've been coaching all week. I have a few private clients, but I also run a mastermind, as you may know. And so I'm constantly having conversations, growth conversations with my clients. And today, at the end of the conversation I had, the one of my clients asked me a question that really prompted this. And she said, you know, how can I get through this season? How can I get through this season? Now, we've talked about strategies. We've talked about next steps. But there are some real stressors that she had been having. And, and a lot of us are having those stressors, right? A lot of people are struggling, feeling worried or anxiety or having trouble sleeping. And, you know, I want you to know you're not alone. This is real. We're going through something unprecedented. And for a lot of people, a lot of you have real concerns around your businesses, around your income, around supporting other people's income. If you have a lot of employees and, you know, you have to close your doors, how do you handle all of that? When the going gets so tough, how do you keep going? And so because of her, I decided that this would be the next podcast I would do. Actually, I'd been thinking about it, wanting to provide a source of strength in this season to my community, uh, but she confirmed it. So today I'm going to be talking about dealing with adversity. So I want to share a few things with you. I'm going to be talking about how one, you can come through this with the mindset and and I'm going to give you some tools that you need to come through difficult circumstances like a winner. Uh, but also I want to talk to you about creating your own silver lining, whether it is with a challenge such as what we're facing here with COVID-19 or uh, another challenge that you may come across later on in life. I want you to learn how to take back control, recognize opportunity, and move towards advantage. So first I'd like to open with a quote. You know, I love quotes. This one is by Booker T. Washington, and it says, Success is to be measured, not so much by the position that one has reached in life, as by the obstacles which he has overcome. You know, sometimes despair is the path to destiny, and adversity the path to advantage. Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome them all. We typically have trouble. I know this is different in that everyone is in it right? It's global. We're all dealing with something. And that makes it feel all the more overwhelming. But we've come through personal challenges. You've had obstacles and resistance that seem to come out of nowhere before, right? You might be dealing with health challenges or you've dealt with financial challenges. Everyone deals with the storms of life. But the difference is how we choose to deal with it, whether we go through it or whether we come through it. And I'd like to talk about how we can come through it. Okay, are you with me? I want to talk about a few things. One is mindset. Second is entering into a state of accepting. The third is understanding what adversity really is. Self-care will come next. And then 
We'll talk about cultivating calm and refreshing your spirit. Okay, so let's start with mindset. For those of you that know me, you know that I have a growth mindset. I have a very clear sense, and this is what makes me extremely resilient, that all things work together for my good. This is a mindset that comes from scripture. And it's something that I think about all the time, no matter what I'm facing, whether a personal challenge or a global challenge, I keep thinking, this is for my good. I'm going to come through this. I'm going to get through this. I will become stronger and wiser and more of a powerhouse as a result. I tell myself this every morning when I get up in the morning, I thank God. I'm grateful. I take a deep breath. I take a moment of quiet and stillness and I, I tell myself, it's a good day and it's going to get better. Now, this mindset doesn't mean that you can't get scared. It doesn't mean that you won't be angry at times. It doesn't mean that sometimes you won't have tears. You will have your emotions and your feelings, and your feelings are valid. It's important for you to know that you're not alone. But see, this mindset helps me recognize that I still have power. I still have power inside of me, and I can make magic happen. Once you have a belief state like that, it actually opens you up to energy, ideas, things within you that would be closed if you allowed your belief state to be in a state of fear. So really being mindful about what you're allowing into your mind, really deciding how you're going to direct your thoughts will be important in this season and any season of challenge. The second thing is to enter into a state of acceptance. Let me define what acceptance is. Acceptance is a person's assent to the reality of a situation. It is a recognizing of a process or a condition, often negative or uncomfortable, without attempting to change it, protest, or exit. It's not a passive thing. It's not weakness. It's not giving up. It is recognizing that life right now is what it is. But it is also recognizing that you still have power, choice, and authority over certain things in your life, come what may. You can't change what's happening. Some of us would like to. I can't change it. This is beyond my capacity to change what's happening globally. We can't change that there's a virus going through. We can pray. We can do the right things. We can social distance. We can do all of the things we can do. But even with all the things we do, we can't control the outcome. Acceptance is recognizing that. The reason why it's so important for you to be in a state of acceptance is that you stop wasting energy on resistance. You stop wasting energy com complaining. I see people complaining. I see people in apathy, actually. They don't recognize they're in apathy or they're getting down to apathy. The fear has driven them to a place of giving up. I see people saying things like 2020 was a wash. And I am always amazed when I see those statements. I'm like, it's just March or it's just April right now. I'm recording this as in April. It's just the first quarter of the year is just over. And yes, we've seen some something amazingly difficult, but I'm not giving up yet. I can't give up on this year. The year is just starting. I don't know what's going to come. Like this, some people are like, this is the worst year ever. I'm like, are you kidding me? This Yes, it's happening, but it is just what it is. It's not bigger than what it is. And that's the important thing about acceptance. It helps you deal with the real. 
See, when life is difficult, it's often dramatic. And a lot of times we focus on the drama and not the facts. If you watch the news 24-7, you are focusing on the drama. They make it more dramatic. They're not going to report all of the positive things necessarily. They're going to report every negative thing. And even the things that are not as negative, they report it as if it is the most negative thing. I was watching the news the other day. And they were interviewing a young lady who had survived COVID. And her symptoms, when she described it, and this is not to negate some of the challenging things that people have gone through, especially people who have passed away from this disease. I'm not even trying to negate that. But the way the reporter was asking her about her experience, you could tell she was trying to make it more dramatic than it was. Because that's their job. And drama makes everything seem more. We need to learn how to strip down the situation by getting clear on the facts. What has actually happened or is actually happening? What is the actual negative consequence? Is there any other information that you need to take into account? Have we dealt with something like this before? We have to learn to stop focusing just on the emotions and start to focus on the facts. The next thing I'd like you to think about is understanding. I know that right now, we don't know when this is going to end. We don't know how it's going to end. But despite what it feels like, we have had precedents in the past. Things have happened before wars. We have gone through this world, has gone through world wars. There have been difficult times before. And those seasons have passed. This too shall pass. And if it doesn't pass, we're going to pass it. And so for me, whenever I'm dealing with a challenge, it's important for me to put it in its, pers in its place, to put it in perspective. I tell myself, you know what, this is happening now, but it's not necessarily going to be happening forever. Everything, trouble doesn't last always. You know how the old people say, trouble don't last always. It's going to pass. And I also try to put it in its space. So we are living in a time when everything we're talking everything is being impacted by this one virus but there are still things that are not impacted by it your ability to believe is your choice the way you love your children it's your choice the way you love yourself it's your choice you can still decide to wake up in the morning and give god some praise you can still decide to dance at 2 p.m. in the afternoon you still have things that are within your control this thing is not taking over everything except you let it so you have to recognize the places that it's not and the places that it is it may be impacting your business but it doesn't have to impact your soul take back control on the areas that you can control The other thing around when I'm dealing with tough times is I ask myself, what's the purpose of this? Now, if you've been listening to a lot of the kinds of people that I listen to, preachers and the sort, motivational speakers, people who bring light and positivity into the world, a lot of them are, are looking for purpose out of this, making meaning out of the challenge. Now, some people have made meanings that I don't agree with, and, and others have made meanings that, that resonate deeply with me. The way you make meaning has to do with you and the way you see the world. For me, I'm always looking for three things. I'm asking myself, okay, what are the opportunities for growth in this season? 
What are the opportunities? Some of you are losing things, but your businesses can grow. You will create new revenue streams. Some of you will transform personally. There are some families that will go through healing. Some relationships will grow as a result of this situation. The other thing I'm thinking about is relevance. And this is what I talk to my clients in my mastermind. I just did a mastermind uh, pop-up call, right? Because we meet once a month. But I I said, listen, I want to meet with you guys, those of you that can, and, and let's kind of brainstorm how to deal with this issue, but not just how to survive it, but how to thrive for your businesses and your careers. And one of the things I talked to them about was when there is a challenge, there are people who have learned how to leverage the challenge and use it as an opportunity for relevance. And I'm not talking about being mercenary. I'm talking about stepping up and taking the lead where it sh- where there's a need that shows up, where there's a gap. Step up, step up, rise up. This could be an opportunity for relevance. And then the third thing I think about is positioning. Where is this going to leave me at the end of this? And I make sure that I am choosing where I want to be. I'm being intentional. I'm being wise. I'm paying attention to the landscape and paying attention to the situations and saying, how can I provide powerful value? How can I support my clients? How can I create opportunities for new clients after this is all over? So don't get so caught up in the drama of everything happening that you miss the opportunities. Now, I'd like to give you some some things that will help you get through, some tools, right? And so the first is understanding the situation, uh, especially as it results to the, as it um, pertains, not results, (laughs) pertains to the people around you. So if you've ever looked at... um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Have you ever heard of that? If you haven't heard of it, go Google it. But basically, Abraham Maslow was a psychologist, and he proposed back in 1943, proposed a theory of human motivation. And he wrote a book about it later in 1954 called Motivation and Personality. And he put together this this pyramid where that is con- considered now Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And he talked about how at the very bottom of the pyramid, these are the things that the first layer of things that we all need. And if we don't have this first layer, we can go to the second layer and the third layer and so on and so forth. The first layer are physiological needs, food, water, sleep, those kinds of things, the things we need to be okay. The second layer is safety needs, health security, stability, financial stability, all of those things would fall under safety. The third layer is love and belonging. So friendships, connection, relationships, family, all of that. Fourth layer is esteem, which is achievement, success, and respect. And then the fifth layer is actualization, self-actualization, which is, you know, where we talk about accessing your full potential. Now, this is going to be helpful for leaders but it's also going to be helpful for you in dealing with the people in your home, for example. Now, as a leader, you may be in in typical times when things aren't so scary and they're difficult, you may be able to motivate your teams 
by speaking to them about success and esteem, that fourth layer, speaking to them about achievement and, you know, and, and, and celebrating their achievements, you may be able to talk to them about accessing their full potential and, th- and those things might work in normal times. But right now, it might not work because you might have somebody in your team that has someone in their family that's sick. Or maybe that person woke up this morning with a little tickle in their throat and they don't know if they have been exposed and and their mind is there. They had to show up at work because they're an essential person or maybe they're working from home. They haven't told you what's going on, but they're distracted because that physiological level is challenged. Maybe something even as um, seemingly simple, I mean, it's not simple when you're in it, but they don't have toilet paper. There's something that's challenging them that's at the lower level. And if you don't think about that and and speak to that, they can't perform for you as high at the higher levels. They can't. They're not going to be high performing. If you're still talking about full potential, they're zoning out because they can't get there. They're still stuck at the bottom. If they don't know if they're going to get paid, if you haven't reassured them that you have this plan in place for them to get paid, if if they're struggling with a sense of stability or security, they can't show up for you. Same thing for people in your home. Like you might feel not stressed around finances because maybe the way you are, and you know, and maybe your spouse is really scared about finances. Maybe he hasn't shared with you some of the concerns he has in that area. And you are desiring more of a connection during this time, but he can't connect. You're, you're t- trying to talk to him. He can't see. He's not there. He's not present. Maybe he's really deeply worried about his business. And you then, because you don't understand what's going on, you take it personally and it becomes, it creates a rift. But it's not personal. It's because he's stuck at that second level. He can't hear you. He can't can't process what you're saying because he's worried about safety. He's worried about financial security and stability and, and worried about health. So ask yourself when you're engaging with someone, where where could they be on that pyramid? And and even ask yourself where you are. It's important as you begin to interact with people. And, uh, and and also lead in these times. The other thing I tell people is something I call the MVAs, which should be your minimum viable actions. Your MVAs are things that, in everything that you're doing in your life, right, whether it be work, whether it be home, whether it be mothering your children, whatever it is, we do a lot of different things, but only 20%, this is the Pareto principle, only 20% of what you do is actually giving you 80% of the of the return. Like only 20% of what you do is actually the main thing. That's the big thing. And if you can get clear on that 20%, that 20% is what you need to keep your business afloat. That 20% is what you need to keep your, your relationship going. That 20% is what your, your kids need from you. So for example, on a good day, maybe you might be able to make all the lunches, make all the beds, put a little flower in the in the vase by the bed. Maybe you uh, you you harvest the potatoes and you peel them and you make your own french fries. All of those things you do. But on a day like this, on a a difficult day, when you yourself are challenged, when you yourself are exhausted, when you're going through some things, you can't do all of those things, can't show up 100%. Do you know what the 20% that really matters is? Because if you don't, you keep trying to do all the 100 and you're overwhelmed. But if you get clear on the 20%, that all that really matters is that she wants the french fries so I can just 
buy the french fries or all that really matters she doesn't need the flower by the bed and she can make her own lunch but she just needs a hug from me that's what really matters to her she just wants to have my time for 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night that's the key thing that's the 20% that goes the longest way what is the thing that really matters in your business because when it comes down to the nitty gritty you can't do everything but you can do some things that really matter to your clients what is the 20% of your business that's bringing in most of the income? So even if you have to shutter down all these other things, the 20% that is bringing, bringing it in, you can focus on that. Because when things are rough, you can't, you have to really be strategic about your energy and your resources. So maybe you can't open up all these other initiatives right now because you don't have that much money, but you can funnel all of your money to this other area because this is the area that is the highest profit center. Do you know those things? And you should know those things before you're in a crisis. But if you haven't figured that out, well, take some time right now and start asking yourself, what are the things? What's that 20%? And when you answer the question about the 20%, you will get clear on the MVAs. These are the minimum viable actions, the actions you need that will take you to that 20%. So I will do this. I will do this. I will do this. These are the actions I'm going to do. And so whenever you're in a crisis, whenever you're in a challenge, whenever you're in a difficult place, you default to your MVAs. The other thing that you need when you are going through a challenge is a community of power. You need the right community around you. You need a community that is ready, willing, and able to support you. So you should be really being in community with people, and you should make sure that people are in community with you. Some of you have been um, islands. And it'll be more challenging now. Well, start cultivating. Start cultivating community. No man is an island. It'll be very difficult to get through tough times by yourself. So this is the time to start cultivating community. Start calling them. How are you doing? Checking on them. Sending, you know, some uh, an inspirational word. Just, just make sure that you don't just fall off the cliff of your own despair. Check in on people. You know, build, find new ways to connect even in this season. Build community, maintain community, lean on community, ask for help if you need it from your community. Give help if you can to your community. Next, I want to talk about self-care. I was um, on the call this morning and, and she said, wow, you know, I really love that you're wearing lipstick. <laughs> and I said, look good, feel good, girl. You have to look good, feel good. I feel better when I get myself together, get out of bed put on my clothes. You know, I do not believe in lollygagging in my pajamas all day. I have done it. And every time I do it, I find that I'm less productive and I actually am more likely to eat poorly. I'm more likely to not get things done. And I'm more likely to feel sad and feel depressed. So getting up, taking care of the way I feel by taking care of the way I look is very strategic. Also think about what you're putting in your body. There are things like almonds, like I like on days like this, I have almonds. I've had a bunch of almonds today, which are high in vitamin B6, which is uh, one of the things that we call the stress vitamins. So think about that. What are you putting in your body? Is this, is this going to help me, support me in, in feeling my best? Get nutraceutical support. So what do I mean by that? Get your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Use essential oils if you need to. I use herbs too. I use a, a bunch of herbs that fall into the category of adaptogens. 
So I take ashwagandha sometimes. I'll I'll take a holy basil. There's a bunch of them that I do. Uh, I even use sometimes, but you have to be careful with some of these things, uh, ginseng, rhodiola. So I have done the research on that, and I take those things when I need to. Exercise. Exercise is really going to be helpful, especially it's not even about losing weight, gaining weight, whatever. I mean, all those things are great, but the truth is, you want to be okay in your mind and in your spirit. And exercise will really help you do that. It will get those endorphins up. You want to socialize in this season. (laughs) There's a temptation to just get into your bed and and Netflix and chill, especially if you're self-isolating. But listen, use the technology available to you. FaceTime. You know, the other day I had to FaceTime with my niece and, you know, that she and her brother sang me happy birthday. It was not my birthday, but I was so grateful for the, for the birthday song, <laughs> you know, with my little four-year-old, my, my uh, nephew is two, my niece is five. And uh, it was really great to socialize even with the young ones, but I socialize with older people, talk to them, connect, you know, take the time to do that, connect to people. And finally, under self-care, treat yourself. Treat yourself. What are some things that you can do as treats right now? Whether it's a soaking, a bath, you know, a scrub, a, a little piece of chocolate, a little glass of wine, whatever it is that feels like a treat to you, treat yourself. Next on the self-care, I want to talk about emotional self-care. I have a whole masterclass in this, and I think I'm actually going to offer it on sale um, because I want to see how I can support people in the season. You're going to go deeper into some of the things I'm going to talk about here. So if you want to deep dive into emotional wellness, you want to get that masterclass. Um, and you can find that on my website under courses. So when we think about emotional self-care, I want you to understand something, that crying is allowed. It's okay to grieve the loss of your previous expectation, you know, because we had a way of living before this. You can grieve it. Don't feel bad about being sad about that. But don't grieve and create a shrine to your grief. Grieve and let it come and let it go. Let the pain come and let it go. For some people who have suffered loss, It's okay to remember, but rumination is not the same as remembering. Sometimes we keep ruminating on the pain. Allow the memory of the pain to pass as time passes. Practice hopeful thinking. And I say that when I really do mean what I mean, like practice hopeful thinking. Don't think that it has to come naturally. Start training yourself to visualize better days ahead. Visualize what you're going to do after this all gets done you know, think about the first place. Have you seen those memes? Like, this is the first place I'm going to go to brunch. This is me stepping out to see my friends after COVID. Absolutely. Those things are 100% spot on. They help you stay hopeful for the future, even if you can't see it or figure out how it's going to come yet. I'm talking to you about cultivating calm. If you don't meditate, it's a great time to start. And don't get, you know, people start meditating and they get frustrated because they can't meditate for more than 10 seconds at a time. It's a practice. You're just starting. If you did 10 seconds, be happy. Tomorrow, try to do 11. If you ended up doing 10 seconds and you finally worked your way up to two minutes and then one day you come back and you could only do 10 seconds, don't beat yourself up. Just keep showing up and being still. Because the more you can learn how to be calm... Teach yourself how to take these deep breaths, deep mindful breathing. And I've done breathing techniques and I've done meditation. I have some guided meditations, even uh, if you scroll back through the past podcast episodes, 
Take those deep breaths. Train yourself that whenever you start to feel panicky, take deep, deep breaths all the way into your diaphragm and then release. Because calm creates clarity. Panic creates chaos. And sometimes that's why I turn the TV off because you keep watching some of these news things. They are designed to take you through a moment of, of panic. Let me walk you through really quickly a, a way to breathe. So you sit up straight and then you do a big exhale and then inhale. So take that breath in. And at the same time you're taking the breath in, relax your belly muscles. So you feel as if your belly is filling up with air. And after you fill up the belly, keep inhaling. And let that air inhale up into the middle of your chest. So every part, your belly is expanding, right? And sometimes you feel your chest even expand. You hold that breath in for a minute. And then you begin to exhale as slowly as possible. And as the air is slowly let out, you relax. You relax your chest and rib cage. You begin to pull your belly in to force out the remaining breath. You close your eyes and you concentrate on your breathing. You relax, relax your face, relax your mind, let everything go. And you can do this in a cycle, series of cycles and for about five minutes. Very powerful. One thing I use is affirmations. So one of the affirmations I use is no matter what, I have Jesus in my heart and my feet are in the footprints of the steps that God has ordered for he knows the end from the beginning. One of the things that I do is really refresh my spirit. A strong spirit is one of the secrets of success. Think about horse racing, you know. It's not just about how strong the horse is. It's really the strength of the spirit. So deepen your roots of your faith. The trees that have roots that run deep are rarely pulled up. It takes a lot to uproot something with deep roots. So develop your spiritual practice. Focus on growing on the areas that we talk about, the fruits of the spirit, gratitude, peace, love, faith, self-control. Practice them as often as possible. And then finally, do for others. Giving of yourself is a great way to refresh your spirit. When we meet again, I will take you through part two, which is creating your own silver lining. It has been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Rest well, stay well, be safe. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you're listening to this show, it probably means you are ready to move from success into significance. Please visit us at iconicwomanhood.com and get a free gift to help you on your journey.